This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hello, bright souls. Thank you for joining me on another podcast. I hope your new moon went well. Hopefully you were able to do some kind of ceremony, sitting down, writing down some goals, figuring out what you want to let go, what you want to bring in. I did a little bit of that. And you know, the week was just kind of nutty with the energy, but I really appreciated the way that the new moon tends to sway people in the direction of what it's about, whether they realize it or not. So I always enjoy watching people respond that aren't in this work and don't know anything about it. Because it's, it just is confirmation to me that this stuff is real. And it absolutely works whether you realize it or not. So I enjoy that. What else I was able to do a breath work, a group breath work session, which was really lovely. Oh, and just a little tiny thing. I got one of my tattoos redone. I know, right? I've got three tattoos. I got them all while in the military with my military buddies. I had three tattoos before I turned 21. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. Before my brain was fully developed. Nothing wrong with tattoos. It's just I have an aversion to needles now. And at the time when I got the tattoos, I didn't think like, what? gee, these might fade. I might have to redo those because, you know, before your brain's fully developed, you don't think things through. Also, they were spur of moment decisions. So there wasn't a lot of thought that went into it. So um, thankfully, mine are all small. But one of them I really wish I didn't get. (laughs) I can't do anything about it. I looked into having it removed. And it's just the placement of it. It's on my ankle. And I don't like I just don't like to have a tattoo there sometimes when I'm in a professional setting and I want to wear a nice dress and I have a tattoo on my ankle. So, oh goodness. So I looked into getting it removed and then realized it would just create scar tissue. So it would still be there. And so I just gave it up. I'm like, oh, forget it. You know what? It was my first tattoo. And what are you going to do? So (laughs) it's actually holding up pretty well. I mostly forget about it, but I have another one on my back. All my tattoos are small. Like I said, none of them are big. Um, That's just not my personality. I've got a lot of friends with tons of ink, like sleeves and lots of tattoos, and they can pull it off. I can't pull it off. And did I mention I have an aversion to needles? (laughs) So I have a little tiny one on my back, and a friend of mine said, you know, that's really faded. And I'm like, how rude. But then I, I don't look at it because it's in my, on my back. So I looked in the mirror and I'm like, oh, shoot, it is faded. Yuck. It doesn't look good. <laughs> and then my daughter had also mentioned like, mom, you might want to get that one redone. It's pretty faded. So I thought, okay, Susan, we're going to face our fears here and we are just going to get this because once they pointed it out, I don't know if you've ever had this happen to you, but once it was pointed out, now I notice it. And so now it bothers me. (laughs) So a friend of mine had just got a tattoo. And so I went to her tattoo parlor and used her lady who was amazing. And she was so sweet. And uh, I said, you know, I got this before I was 21. My brain wasn't fully developed. It was an impulse tattoo. I didn't even think about it. I got it because I went with a friend who was getting a tattoo. And I thought, well, gee, that's cool. Let me just get a tattoo. (laughs) And so um, I was so anxious over it. 
I was so anxious. I took CBD oil, you know, without THC for the first time ever. I even did CBD gummies um, because someone was like, oh, you know, that'll help you. And again, it's just, it's the needle thing. Something happened to me about a decade ago. And actually, I'm way better, way better than I was before. So I've completely pulled myself out of that to some extent. But it's kind of like the PTSD of it. It's the noise. It's the vibrating of the needles. And I thought, good God. (laughs) So... Oh my gosh. So like the whole day I was just just riddled with anxiety and but I managed it and I did my breath work. And then um I have numbing cream. I used numbing cream. I mean, I put it's it only supposed to take like 20 minutes for the numbing cream to work, but I was so anxious that I did 20 minutes, took it off, put more on, 20 minutes, took it off, put more on <laughs> to try to layer it. And then when I went in there, I'm like, "Wow, I'm just sweating." And of course, I didn't wear a mask. <laughs> to wear a mask and oh she was so sweet and she was covered in ink and and honestly my tattoo is like an inch long it is so tiny (laughs) and she's like oh okay I said I know listen to me I know I'm behaving in a ridiculous manner I'm really nervous I know it's I know it's sad okay (laughs) and she's just oh no it's okay you know, let's just sign your waivers and it won't take long at all. Oh, she was great. Anyway, I'm telling y'all it took 13 minutes. <laughs> 13 minutes for the whole day of anxiety. And I thought, my God, like I was shaking and everything. So sad. And you know what? I didn't even feel anything. <laughs> Between the CBD gummies, my numbing cream, the breath work. Of course, I did a healing on myself. And then right before I went in, I thought, no, I'm not in the right state to do a healing. I'm so nervous. Oh, gosh. I did a shield on myself, though. Anyway, and so I got that done. And I've been nursing it. It's been itching. And um, I think probably the worst thing is because she told me before we got started, she goes, now, when you redo tattoos, it's typically a little bit more sensitive. Just my eyes like bug out of my head like that. (laughs) I can't do it. Oh, gosh. So anyway, I'm really proud of myself for moving through that because it was more about Susan. Let's face this. We never had this issue. It happened when I got on this path when my body was not able to keep up keep up with my ascension. And I got too sensitive. And so when I would go into medical environments or environments with needles or people are in pain, I can feel what's going on with them, I would pick it up, absorb it and get really weak. And so I've been working on that and I've gotten so much better and it was so bad. Like even when I would go to give blood, I'd start to pass out. It had never happened before. I would literally be able to look at them getting, taking blood for me, have a full conversation, no problem, super high pain tolerance because I was numb then because I was in the military and before then I was numb just from childhood and things like that. But I'm telling you, when I began to really open up my energy centers, I thought, my gosh, I am the most weakest and sensitive person I've ever known. <laughs> and it didn't make any sense, you know, because it wasn't logical. But I understand now. And so doing these little things for myself, and I'm sharing this because maybe there's an area where you need to kind of push yourself. It's a way to say, where are we at, Susan? We need to realize we're going to be okay. And we've made progress. We're going to push through. This is part of a human experience. And guess what? I made a decision when I was, I don't even remember, 19, 20. I know I hadn't been 21 yet because I got my belly button pierced at the age of 21. And I had already had three tattoos then. 
but I didn't know what I was in store for when I got that belly button pierced. I had to take it out when I got pregnant. Now I have a scar, but hey, when you're young, you don't think about things like that. So anyway, it was me going back and saying, when you sat in this chair, you know, in a different state, of course, and got this tattoo, you were a different person then. Look at where you are now. Now we're going to get it redone. And so I actually programmed it to put in some new energy and we changed some colors a little bit. So it was a positive experience. I'm just making the most out of what's going on. And I'm still trying to challenge myself to grow and test myself and test my growth because that's the only way I'll know. You know, we get tests. That's that's just life you know, and then we can gauge our progress and see what we need to work on or where we want to shift. So that was a really long story. I apologize, but I had to share it with y'all because I just was entertained by myself. It doesn't matter that I do all this work. I still have all the stuff that everybody else has. (laughs) I mean, we all have an area, right? And that's one of mine, one or more areas. So it's good to have that over with. And now the tattoo is just healing up. And um, once it stops itching and I can, um, wear regular shirts and stuff again, I'll be happy because I've been wearing Razorback everything just to, I don't want anything to rub it because especially like bra straps and things like that. So anyway, got that going on. School's back in. And so that's been just for anyone that has children in school, navigating it this year around is really challenging. Our school is doing a phenomenal job trying to keep up with the changes of our local governor. And I know it's stressful for them too. So I try to look at it from a staff perspective and children perspective. I'm just the parent trying to navigate it with them, but I'm not having to work there the way the staff are or go like the children. So we've had lots of schedule adjustments and there's not much we can do besides roll with it. Also, we got our mask mandate extended here. Our governor chose to extend the mask mandate for all gyms. And so I'm continuing to work out at home and, you know, I'm, I'm, For me, I think it's my guess is we're probably going to be extended for at least another two months, probably through the end of the year. So I'm just planning, hey, let's just make our workouts fun at home and just plan to be working out at home until all this is um, normalized or stabilized or blown over or whatever you want to call it. So that's what's going on in my world. And the other thing I just wanted to talk about in my topic 10 minutes in my apologies my topic for today's podcast is getting really clear and focused and I wanted to share it because right now people especially with the energy the new moon brought in and we have a full moon coming up I believe it's on September 2nd and so one of the things that we're supposed to be working on astrology wise up until the next full moon is taking small action steps daily toward what you want to create and what you want to bring in. And and what I've noticed is people are just really trying to shape and get clear about what they want so that they can stay focused. And I had a little bit of that last week. I felt entirely too scattered. um, Too many people pull on pulling on me and it, I feel myself getting anxious, but I can't pinpoint it. And so I had to get really good at running through these exercises with myself. So I wanted to share them with you. So um, first of all, what do you value? Getting really clear on what do I value? What, what is most important to me? What are my most important priorities? And I would say pick three, three top priorities on, on any given day, especially with what you want to bring in with this new moon energy until the next full moon. 
And then what I've been doing is saying, okay, so for one, I really, really need more solitude in my life. I need to be able to create space so that I can focus, connect, and actually enjoy myself and rest. That's really important right now. And I don't know if you've noticed that you might be feeling a little bit more fatigued and it's because of all of the varying vibrations, the ascension process of the planet, and plus the general anger of people and just the state, the climate, the energetic climate is kind of exhausting. And so because the world is in a state of unrest, People that would normally be drawn to the type of work that I do are suddenly turning to it because things are crazy and maybe what they used to do, they can't do it anymore because it's shut down or it's unavailable or maybe it's not working anymore. And I'm so grateful for that. And so what's happened is, and you may be experiencing this too, is as the energy of the of the world is amped up, it's affecting everyone. And so what's happening with me is that I have a lot more pull on me than I normally would. And in order for me to stay focused at my full-time job during my work hours and help my daughter through whatever she's going through and then give my absolute all to my private clients, which is, that's my duty and my honor to do. And to also, you know, take care of my body, exercise and meditation and all those things, you know. I've had to leave my personal phone on do not disturb. Um, And, you know, I'm going to change my phone number, my private phone number, because I've given it out to too many people. And people are starting to now text me when they should be emailing me or texting me at hours they shouldn't text me. Um, And it's a boundary violation. And so my guidance came through very clear. Change your phone number and keep that phone number just for your family and your close friends it's a boundary issue and I need the solitude. I don't need my phone going off like that. Um, it's a distraction. And so that's the next thing that I've been doing is looking at what is distracting me from my priorities. Because here's the thing, I only have so much energy to give. You know, the cup is full at the end. When I wake up in the morning, I have a full cup. And then I have to decide where am I going to put the contents of that cup? Because when it's empty, it's empty. And sometimes I feel like in this work, people, they just want to pull on you to get what they need and they don't care. And it isn't from an ugly place, but it's because they're desperate and they don't realize that I'm not their source. Their source is way higher than me. And so if you drain me, then not only can I not function in my own life, but I can't help you in yours. And that isn't anyone else's issue except for my own. And so I shared in previous podcasts, you know, cutting cords, of course, and then just being really clear about my boundaries, because when I'm at work during the day, I don't need people texting me with their problems or asking for questions, asking for help or questions when I'm at work, and they know that I'm at work. Um, And so what I've been doing is putting my phone on do not disturb, and I will check my messages during breaks. So if I have a break from work, I'll check it or at lunch, I'll check it if I'm in the space to actually respond and handle it. And so that's been really, really important and helpful, so that I'm not having energy leakages throughout the day, because then I'm not giving my best to anything. And so the other thing I've been doing is really just setting times to check email and giving myself days off because otherwise I am 
not doing well. I am exhausted. And so I've been giving myself a schedule about this is the days that I will respond to emails. This is the day I'm going to respond to YouTube comments. And the way that I do my private sessions is I get notifications for what when people purchase private sessions, I get the notification directly to my phone in my inbox. So I see that first before I ever check email. And then I rack and stack those sessions based on when they order them. And I put them in the order that they were received because that's what's fair. And it's easy for me to track it that way. So a lot of times people will email me and they'll say, Hey, do you have something today? Or I don't want to pay for the session until I know you have something this week. Well, by the time you email me that three other people booked sessions. And so it goes in the order that they received. That's the easiest way for me to manage it. And that's fair. You know, that's fair. And so the best way if you want to book a private session is to purchase your session because it will go in my actual website order page and I get notifications in order. And then I respond to those people first so we can get it set up and get you on the schedule. And then if I have anything move in my schedule or someone cancels, I go in that order of what was received to offer that to someone else. So that's how I work it. And I wasn't doing it as diligently until this time. Get clear. So my clarity is in order for me to be the best in all areas of my life, I have to have more solitude in my life and I have to have more rest time. That's so important. And when I'm rested and I feel rejuvenated because I've had the time to actually channel and for myself, not for other people, but meditate and channel, hear my own messages and get clear, then I feel so rejuvenated and I feel so much more focused and present in all other areas of my life. And I'm sharing this because I know that this is a time of burnout for so many people. We haven't been able to take vacations like we could before. I mean, in the summer, I usually at least could do two vacations in the summer with my daughter. We do one. Actually, I say it's summer. We have a fall break here. So we normally do something then. And then we normally do like one in-state and then one out-of-state in the summer. And this year, nothing. (laughs) It's been nothing because... With my full-time job, I haven't been able allowed to travel, um, and I don't want to with the masks and the way things are closed down. And it's the overall energy; it's the flat energy is really uh, I don't know. It's a little bit draining for me, and so it's not enjoyable. And so I don't want to spend the money and the time if I'm not going to enjoy it. So I've had to get creative with other things, and you know the energy can get really exhausting. So. That's what I wanted to offer to you. What are your priorities? What do you value? And then look at what are the distractions that are keeping you from moving forward or staying clear on what it is that you want to prioritize and get done and work toward? And then what are some things that you can do to eliminate those distractions so you can stay focused and give all of your energy to your priorities? It's important. And I mean, for the, the things that I want to focus on, it's really not very difficult. It's actually really easy. And it's the way most businesses run their business. <laughs> it's just my desire to serve and have compassion for people. And I understand when people are in a predicament and I, I really want to help. And so a lot of times I burn my candle at both ends as nobody else. And I'm over giving, I'm over sharing. And then I have to reel it back in. So that's really all I have for you today. 
just want to be a support person on this path, you know. And those of you that are doing healing businesses, maybe there's something in there for you. I've talked to three other colleagues of mine over the last two weeks who have or are experiencing similar things as me, um, where they're starting to get burnt out because they're like, wait a minute, I'm getting pulled on. And, you know, two of my closest colleagues won't work with anyone that's not doing their work. And they don't do readings like I do. So it's a little bit different. But you know, a lot of times, when we do readings for people, those of us that do readings, we get people that want us to tell them things that are disempowering to them. So for example, when someone treats you like you're their source, I'm not your source, I'm channeling the information. So I can only give you what I see. But a really good reader is just going to, it's going to confirm things for you and give you more confidence. That's what a reading should do. It shouldn't be things that are left field, um, that have no resonance at all with you. I mean, you got to look at where are they reading from? I had this conversation with a friend of mine this week, really. She says, I don't really um, recommend readings because you don't know where that person is reading from. Are there, are they reading from their solar plexus? Who are their guides? Who are they getting the information from? And so it's really important to get pick someone that's going to do a reading for you that's clean and clear and that you trust and you have a resonance with. And so that's why I'm really clear in my readings. First of all, don't ever believe anything that doesn't resonate with you. If it doesn't feel right, then just disregard it. I am looking at the energy around a person. It should always feel like divine guidance. It should feel like a confirmation. It should never feel yucky. And if it does, let it go. But I'm really um, diligent about cleaning myself. I meditate. Of course, I get regular energy healings. I do energy healings on myself before I do that. You know, because I take the work seriously. I feel like if I was gifted with something and I'm opening myself up to be a channel this is really important. And this is someone's life. You know, this is their emotional state. It's their physical state, their mental state. This is really important. It's to me, it's a, it's a spiritual counseling session. And I don't want to mess around with people's happiness with their life with their joy. And so for that reason, I have to be really grounded. And I need to be connected. And I need to feel good and feel like rejuvenated. I can't show up to these sessions burnout and exhausted and et cetera, et cetera. So I hope that you take some time to rejuvenate and get really clear. And I know a lot of people are struggling financially because they're not working or they're just struggling with structure and purpose, which I, I really feel like that was the issue with a lot of these kids because their structure was taken when sports were adjusted or taken, school was adjusted or taken. And so it's a time where we have to create our own structure and find a new normal until things go back into more of a normalized state, whatever that ends up looking like. So I'm sure it won't look exactly the same, but we're in a period of adjusting. So that's really all I have. And we can go into a healing. And I think for this healing, I'll just do a general cleaning. And then we'll work on your will center and your spiritual cord to help you get more clear and help you to reel in the areas that you need to get focused on. Okay, and so just focus on your breathing. I know I always say this, but it bears repeating. Uncross your arms and legs.
cutting cords. Just flooding your aura with healing energy and doing some shields. And I'll ground you and we will wrap it up. Okay, and so it is. You can come back into your body. And one of the things um, I want to share before we close out is, first of all, thank you so much for your kindness, for your compassion, and for your support. If I ever come across too direct in a comment or replying, please don't take it personally. Usually I'm trying to be direct if I am in a hurry or I'm wanting to get back to you and perhaps I'm on my break at work or something to that extent, but that is never my intent. I appreciate you taking the time to leave comments. And a lot of times the questions are already addressed in the description. I know when you're on the YouTube app, the description doesn't show unless you click to pull down the drop down. but honestly, 90 8% of the questions I've already addressed either in my video common questions answered the most recent podcast I did on energy healing explained or in the description. And a lot of times people will say, can you make a healing on this? And I've already done it. And so um, usually my reply will just be oh, if you subscribe to my newsletter, you can download it. And it's mainly because I don't want to keep people waiting. And so I want to get back to you. But again, it goes back to managing my energy. And so I can only get to so much during the day. But I want to let you know that I send, and during my meditation practices, I blast my subscribers and everyone who is connected and engaged with me, uh, my clients, my email list, I blast you with healing energy. And when someone really needs an answer, or they need to get in sooner than what I have them booked for my private clients, spirit always makes a way. And any of my clients listening, you will know that, um, you know, I, there's been times where I've been woken up and I know that someone has booked a session with me because spirit is like, Hey, pay attention to this. It's happened multiple times and I'll pick up my phone, which is what I'm trying not to do so I can get some sleep. But what if I'm told to, I will, and I'll see that someone has placed an order. And so this work is very intuitively guided and it's a channeled work. Therefore, 
the more centered and grounded and open I am, the quicker and clearer it comes through me. So spirit will find a way. And remember, no healer is your source. Your source is greater than all of us and you can connect directly. We're here to help and we love to help. But if we if you can't reach us, or maybe you're just not able to, hey, your source is bigger than this entire universe. And so I want to leave you with that because I know it's hard, but we aren't alone. Even when we feel we're alone, we're not alone. Right now we're in the physical body. So we just got to get clear, get focused, support one another and be kind. I mean, gosh, I'll tell you when someone is kind to me during this time, because of the fear and the angst and the ugliness that's going on with the political debates and climate. When someone is just nice to me, I melt. I absolutely melt. I'm like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) another kind soul. And all of us have the power to do that for each other. And so I've really been making a point to say, I want to be really nice to people, especially people that are working in restaurants and fast food service industries, like um, receptionists, you know, they're in that mask all day. Be kind to them. And even if they can't see your face, because you have to wear a mask, they can see your eyes. When our eyes smile, we see it and they can feel your energy. And so you know, I would just invite you to do that if you can, because I know I need it. And chances are you and other people do too. So I want to wish you a beautiful week. And I hope that this podcast helps. And I want to thank you once again. Take care. Bye bye.